This podcast is supported by Anchor FM. If you've ever thought about doing your own podcast, then check out Anchor FM. Anchor FM is a free podcast platform that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Or your tablet if you got one. I really can't recommend these guys enough. It was worth switching over from another platform. Once you set up your podcast, Anchor FM will automatically distribute it to all other platforms like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or such and such. It's very easy, very streamlined, and you can start making money immediately. Download the free Anchor app or log on to anchor.fm to get started. This is a Kitty Pod production. Welcome to CR Crime, the only podcast detailing true crime in New York's capital region. I'm your host, Jason Bullitt, whom you may remember as also being the host of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, of which this is an offshoot. This week on CR Crime, we go back to the well of family murders as we discuss the murders of Dan and Lisa Harrington and their stepson. Whether or not Washington County, New York is part of the capital region is up for debate in some circles but we'll have none of that here. The most rural county of the entire area has been home to some of the area's most notorious criminals. Looking at you, Joel Keefe. The mishmash of small towns and mountain views border the Green Mountains of Vermont, but were also the site of a gruesome familial murder early in the last decade with a manhunt that involved three states. A native of the nearby Rensselaer County hamlet of Eagle Bridge, 44-year-old Lisa Slocum had worked at a paper manufacturing plant in her birthplace of Cambridge at the time of the murder. She had only married Dan Harrington, three years her junior, in August 2010, and brought two children from a previous marriage, Daniel Jr. and Matthew. She also inherited a stepson, Josh. Dan, the deputy highway superintendent of the nearby Washington County town of White Creek, and Lisa enjoyed many outdoor activities together, including deer hunting in the fall and snowmobiling in the winter. Such was their level of enjoyment that they served on the town's recreation committee. In the early morning hours of July 12, 2011, Fire departments from Cambridge and surrounding communities were called to a fire at a house on 118 Turnpike Road in Eagle Bridge. The house, which was set off from the road to the point where it was virtually hidden in the woods, was fully engulfed in flames by the time the fire trucks arrived. The absence of Harrington from his job that day aroused suspicion and some sense of worry in the town, and an investigation into the inferno was launched by the New York State Police, the State Fire Bureau, and the Washington County Sheriff's Office. It had turned out that, to the shock of many in the community, the fire was deemed an arson and that the person in question was Harrington's youngest son, Matthew Slocum. Slocum had previously run afoul of the law, having been recently released from prison after serving a four-year sentence for grand larceny sometime before the arson and with a history of mental illness to boot. The Washington County Sheriff was unable initially to locate Slocum, though it was sussed out that he had fled the scene in a black Ford Mustang with his year-long girlfriend, Loretta Colgrove, their four-month-old son, Raymond, and some firearms in tow. 
Initially a person of interest, Slocum drove to Colgrove's mother's house in Adams, Massachusetts while the fire was being put out, but they had not been located since. After stopping to sell some coins at a pawn shop in Springfield, Slocum was later found at a uncle's home in the small town of Gilsom, New Hampshire, over 80 miles away. The trio came out of the house and were apprehended after a four-hour standoff before 10 o'clock that night. The whole Harrington family was killed in the blaze. Animal lovers will not want to hear this, but their two dogs were also among the dead. Slocum was immediately charged with arson and murder upon his arrival in Washington County. He was tried in county court in February of 2012 and was sentenced to 88 years to life in prison. However, the conviction was overturned in the fall of 2015 when the Appellate Division of the State Supreme Court discovered that he was denied proper access to an attorney during interrogation. He even went so far as to admit to the murder stating, I shotgun my mom, dude. Colgrove, on the other hand, was initially considered an accessory to the crime, and although prosecutors granted her immunity, the defense stated that she was to blame for the arson and murder. On June 12, 2017, Matthew Slocum was retried in Washington County Court. On the first day of trial, Slocum's cousin, Joshua Kuhn, testified that he had threatened to burn the house down after his mother refused to give him money. Over the following two days, Loretta Colgrove took the stand and corroborated the story that Slocum had shot Joshua O'Brien, the Harrington stepson, at 2.30 in the morning. Furthermore, he took the guns from inside the house, loaded them into his car, and then sprayed gasoline on the house and set it afire. After arriving at her parents in Massachusetts, Slocum tossed the guns over the roadside after the elder Colgrove told him that he needed the necessary paperwork to sell the firearms and took off for Springfield and then for the Granite State. Among the other witnesses, a former inmate during Slocum's time in county jail said that he admitted to killing the whole Harrington family the night of the murder, he meaning Slocum. Slocum did not testify in his own defense, rather he left the task to two witnesses one of whom was Colgrove's ex-boyfriend. He testified that he used guns for target practice and did drugs together. Also, the defense team were looking to pin the murders on Colgrove, just like in the last trial. After testimony from over 30 witnesses, Slocum's defense was looking for a different result than the previous trial five years earlier. But to quote Albert Einstein, insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting to get different results. The trial ended on June 20, 2017, eight days later, and a mere 2,192 days after the fatal fire. Judge Kelly McKeon found Matthew Slocum guilty on three counts of second-degree murder, as well as third-degree arson, petty larceny, tampering with physical evidence, and criminal possession of a weapon. Upon hearing the verdict, Harrington's family was heard shouting, Thank God! Thank God! Somebody unrelated to the Harringtons in the gallery later shouted, Rotten hell, scumbag! It should be noted that Albany County Attorneys Eric Gallerno and Linda Griggs made the rather long trip up north to try the case, owing to conflict with their counterparts in Washington County, 
doing so in the role of special prosecutors. Three weeks after the trial, Matthew Slocum was sentenced to 82 and a half years to life in state prison. While Slocum got a retrial after judicial appeal, he was not at all lucky this time around. He is now an inmate at the Clinton Correctional Facility in Dannemora, which dovetails beautifully into our subject for the majority of next month. The June 2015 prison break as we celebrate the fifth anniversary of SAME starting next week. Tune in, won't you? And with that, we end this episode of CR Crime. Thanks as ever for listening. You can listen to this podcast and my main project, the Keep It To Yourself podcast, which recently dropped a new episode on all your podcatchers like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, that whole bit. And if you listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, give one, this, or both podcasts a five-star rating and a good write-up on Apple Podcasts. That'll really help me out. Thanks as ever for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.